All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is City Woman Gabby. And City Woman Stella. And we just wanted to take a moment before the episode started to um, give our acknowledgement and give our condolences to Dante Wright, his family, and the whole Black community who's grieving during um, this time of another life uh, cut too short once again at the hands of police brutality. Yeah. And I can only imagine that all our city women out there have seen via various social media outlets and news headlines, the Dante Wright case, um, where we just want to address that this past week, yet another black male, and this one being the young age of 20 years old, younger than both Gabby and I, um, falling victim to police brutality and frankly, we do not care for whatever logistics might be used as excuses by some for what happened, because at the end of the day, his life was unjustly taken from him. And now his family, friends, and just like Black citizens in America as a whole have another example to not feel safe and not feel comfortable, especially when the people taking their lives are the group of people supposed to be protecting everyone um, within this nation. And especially it's, it's really hard because after the tumultuous year of 2020, and especially just past the Breonna Taylor death or rather murder and George Floyd coming up on like year or so, we are seeing yet another incident happen given the massive wave of Black Lives Matter movement we've seen in the past year. Um, and it's just another cruel example that it, the work is not done. And Gabby and I both wanna make sure that all our city women out there know that allyship is, is a major cornerstone um, within the city woman philosophy. Yeah, so make sure you are actively contributing to not only the conversation of anti-racism, uh, but putting that into practice and um, being proactive with your allyship. Yeah, so in the episode bio, um, we are including a link tree that has some GoFundMes and donation sites contributing to Wright's family, friends, and also the Black Lives Matter movement at large, as well as some email formats that you can send to elected officials, petitions you can sign. And we just wanted to make sure we took this time before the, um, actual podcast started that we could have a second to acknowledge this tragic, tragic death and speak to our city woman because we want to make it clear that this podcast has no place for the actions of what we have seen in the past week, the past year, and frankly- Or attempts of justification. Totally. So with that, um, the episode will follow after this little announcement, but again, thank you to all city women out there who are making sure they're using their voices in the right ways, who are making these conversations be heard. It's not easy mentally, emotionally, physically for anybody because at the end of the day, we are seeing lives being cut far too short for totally unjust reasons. Um, but remember this podcast we are doing because we do want some silly escapism every once in a while, but that does not mean we are going to ignore when we see um, actions such as 
Dante Wright's murder. It's, yeah. it's, it's not easy for anybody and especially for all our black friends and black communities out there. We wanna make sure that we are doing our due diligence um, to uplift and make sure that they are hopefully, like we are hopefully on the correct trajectory for justice, even though it, it sometimes feels stifling. Um, with that, thank you all for listening to this podcast. And here is uh, the regularly scheduled episode. Yes, yes, yes. Areas that need some woman tuition. I was interested in this topic. Yeah, this is when we're just going to kind of like a, not screwball. What's a screw? Screwball isn't a fucking term. Blue ball? Um, loose ball? Toss the ball around? Um, <laughs> I need to stop playing with balls. <laughs> I literally, I don't even know. What, I don't know what reference we're hitting here. To- toss the pigskin? <laughs> is this showing that I did theater for the... Just the improv. Just literally improv. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot the shit i meant to say shoot the oh, shit uh, oh yeah throw the pig balls around city woman chatter city woman chatter City women all around the world. I'm Stella. It's Gabby here, ladies. What's good? Welcome back to another episode of City Women Shatter, a little gal banter podcast where we shoot the shit about whatever floats our way, baby. Episode three, the trilogy. The trilogy. We're rounding out the (laughs) intro trilogy. Look how like astute and literary we are wildly planned out and yeah extremely intelligent yeah some people have this misconstrued notion that we just are rather rambunctious in our thinking and crass at times even but fools fools whores kidding hey 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 gabby haven't seen you in a week what's up uh just missing you that's all yeah well i heard someone became a vaccinista as of late Ow, ow! Bam, shot girl summer. Moderna, mommy. <gasps> you got the Dolly special too. That's right. I do. In, oh, like the depths of flushing, queens. Queens. <laughs> Just gotta make sure. Oof. It was. It was a <clears throat> trip over there. It was Wait, a trip so and a half. I believe that. But if you got it yesterday, I remember the day after motherfucker did this arm feel like it was just about to full frankenstein and detach from my body it got sore yeah i'm getting a little limp (laughs) (laughs) like it's feeling a little dead weight yeah but i mean whatever it's normal it honestly felt really anticlimactic in the grand scheme of things it's like (laughs) this this is it this is what we've been waiting for yeah, fucking what? And it was like 12 some, months, two weeks and counting. Yeah, some like short king <clears throat> firefighter with like purple nail polish who did the deed. <gasps> what up, King? 
Shout out mm-hmm. King, King and Quangs. I just look at this whole like side track in my mind of like, wow, this is what a small thing just for him to paint his nails. But I'm sure it becomes the biggest deal in his place of work with all of these like toxic dum-dums <laughs> of which I associate most firefighters. I'm sorry. No, I just can't get <laughs> over now the term toxic dum-dums. Fucking <laughs> hell. <laughs> That is definitely, if we ever get to the point of merch, <laughs> hey, um, Toxic Dum Dums goes on our first dad hat. Speaking of little dumb bitches who don't always know what they're talking about, I need to run down. I don't really get much human interaction these days because A, bum leg. That was the transition B, to you? Yep, that's my transition. <laughs> okay, go ahead. So you little dumb bitch, you can't talk? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Just wanted to boop, make sure we got that. And action. <laughs> so I don't get much human interaction. We get it. Um, but it's good. I'm a lone wolf. Like what the what her name is in uh, Mamma Mia, Rosie. Ow, ow. Mm-hmm. I'm living the Rosie fantasy. Any whore. That's why when I go to get like a little cold brew some days to really spruce up my routine, I have to like walk in like a fucking movie star with my scripts down. I know what I want to talk about. I want to know what points I want. I lay out my fits. Like it's a big deal. Okay. Major. We're in high traffic area. <laughs> my, um, we don't know who we're going to meet. So naturally I asked for my cold brew and he's like, Oh, do you want anything in it? And I'm like, Oh, I'll take some almond water. Thanks so much. And he's like, pardon me. You mean almond milk? And I was like, yeah, what did I say? And he's like, almond water. And I was like, oh, the trials and tribulations of DBS, am I right? And he then all of a sudden just like shut down. And he like looked at me really weird. And I'm like, okay, I get like, I'm not really wooing anybody over with this stupid banter, but like, whatever. So then I like um, said, no, DBS, sorry. Like, I, 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 it's like dumb bitch syndrome. And I just, I, I fell victim to DBS right there. And he's like, Oh, thank God. I thought you said DBS as in dead butt syndrome. So now am I not only looking like a fucking idiot for saying DBS and saying almond water? Ugh. Dead butt is not a thing. Now I'm terrified. Girl, look it up. You get everybody on this podcast. You have probably experienced dead butt syndrome before. I promise you. I looked it up and. Oh, it's like bleacher butt. What the hell? Yes. I thought you said bleacher butt as in like bleaching assholes. But then I got you meant like bleacher, like, like stadium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I don't that's know called, how to that's talk. DBS. It's fully called DBS. I'm actually gonna quickly look up scientific term because the scientific term is like crazy. Science. That reminds me. Term. That reminds me of the time um, when I was in London and I was just at some convenience store, and the guy asked. He was like, "Oh, here's your receipt," and I'm like, "Oh, it's fine. Just toss it." And he was like, "Excuse me." And, and he, he said, like, in British slang, that means, like, fuck off. So he was like, here's your receipt. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. Fuck off. <laughs> I was like, good to know. I feel like I say that all the time. You can't say punchlines when I take a sip, especially when tonight, <laughs> let me say, ladies, after episode, after episode two and Casamigos done did fucked me up by the end in a blessed way. I had a great time. Um, we have actually transitioned to trying out red wine tonight. Um, and see if Ooh, what are you keep sipping us. on? L- Ladies, we shop by the bottle, <laughs> like the decorum. <gasps> Q. 
cute. And this little baddie of a bottle called Chronic Cellars, a petite setta, which I'm usually not a fan of because it dries out my mouth and it's doing just that, but I am getting hammered. All right, cue the jiggle. Fuck, marry, kill. Fuck, kill, marry. Oof, if this isn't my favorite segment. It's a strong My start. My favorite segment. Gets us in the headspace, gets us a little loosey-goosey, gets us a little horned up. Um, but yeah, I think my golden thread cutie is a little, it makes sense. I just kind of want to see what you would answer because I have some, I had some naughty dreams this weekend <laughs> and some of these people Ooh. may have popped up and I need to see if my dreams are <laughs> <laughs> okay, hit me. Tee it up. All right. Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> and bringing a lady to the ring up. Adele. Fuck Mary Kill. What is this? What? <laughs> okay, my, my first thought was mm-hmm. SNL hosts. But I don't think Gordon oh. Ramsay is hosting. I was about to say Gordon Ramsay would be a phenomenal SNL host, but that is not yeah, the go-to. Somebody thread. get on that. Okay. He knows good uh, TV. Okay. Obviously, Mary Adele. I mean, yeah. I think not <laughs> have her sing me to sleep every night of the week. But also she just seems... a party gal. Yeah. And a British accent. I really can't. <gasps> They're all British. Okay, so that's half of the battle, but I thought that was the obvious one. Okay. Yeah. I do love a Brit. I love the accent, love. Oh, <laughs> Yesterday. <laughs> at- Scottish undertones. <laughs> so, yeah, that's because yesterday at um, dinner with my boss um, when she was in Jackson, I wanted to try and do a Sheboygan accent, but I was... A little too, uh, the Red Wine River was flowing and I was sailing on it. So my my uh, Midwestern Vegas accent came out, oh yeah, get the crock pot. And she's like, whoa. Um, anyways, so you'd marry Adele. Michael, I don't think you need to slip into any Midwestern accent. I think, I think it's the, there. The train I- is already <laughs> at the station. <laughs> Sorry to break the it e- to you. Yeah, the Elon Musk rocket is um, already left orbit and it's not coming down anytime Launched, soon honey. <laughs> okay okay kill gordon ramsay he's mean and i don't like that aggression okay. and definitely uh fuck me some christian bale because Woo! yeah put up my bat sign for that one call him on over <laughs> come over to the crib <laughs> oh my god join join throw me up, and adele yeah throw up the bat signal for that one and come play with poison ivy <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think that's a strong lineup. I think I, I'm going back and forth because busted. Um, the naughty, naughty nighttime fantasy happened with Gordon Ramsay, and I woke up and I didn't hate it. So Is he just screaming at you, telling you you're not good enough, and that like, you burned in your bed in and bed with like um white bread on either side, and like that's someone's kink out there, not mine. And we're not about to yuck anyone's yum, but I'm saying that could make. He could auction that for like five hundred thousand dollars a night at like some high end auction. Um, <clears throat> Just to call people an idiot sandwich with bread props. Yeah. Okay. But somebody sound the alarm. Put up the bat signal. I think Gabby and I. This is 
historically city women chatters first total alignment mary adele <gasps> fuck kristen bale and sadly gordon ramsay you were a good lay but one has to go and you're gonna be the kill and the spiked hair like let's get over that okay but he was on hot ones and he looked really fine on it for some reason and i'm like why is a 6-2 asshole of a dilf like selling me on his personality okay wait and so what's the goal what's the golden thread i was is gonna it, say besides being Brits. british they are Brits with historically bad potty mouths, so much so that they are ranked three. The three of them are in the top five um, of celebrities with worse potty mouths. So they all know how to swear Who like a sailor. This dumb list. I don't fucking know, but I thought it was kind of funny because I do know that all three of the. Have you ever seen like those Adele concerts where it's just a stand-up show and she's like, and she's just like popping off. Yeah, and then she'll just be like. <laughs> All right, this next song, Rolling in the Deep. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah. So I don't know. I just oh, was in a British kind of I would love to go to an Adele concert. Can't wait till we're married. Ladies, wear a mask, get vaxxed, get waxed, and get that body snatch. And let's all go to an Adele concert. Together. Together. All right, hit me with yours, because you, you've been talking big game. Yeah, I've prefaced this one yeah. by saying this one is going to cut into michael's very soul so with that take a sip i just poured and <laughs> ladies if you at home you might as well pour too Mm-mm-mm. all right <sighs> fuck kill mary lemonade <gasps> i fucking knew it or no! self-titled <laughs> Uh, an impossible <laughs> my heart is going to explode are you more excited that you get to marry one or no no one wants to kill a child or loved one like no one is amped up to do that even if you're betrothed okay city women I don't want to see like 30 years down the road when Gabby and I are like well-established baddies and like the cultural zeitgeist of bad bitchdom. And then you pull out this like a little snippet of saying, look, he's going to kill blank album by Beyonce. Fuck him. He's canceled. No, don't. This is a safe space for like, we, it's the name of the game. Okay. You've been forced. We know that. I think it's I should start place. by ripping off the bandaid. Okay. Nope, I'm just going to go. I'm going to rattle them off. They're in my head and I got to do it now before I punch you. (gasps) No. Kill for fuck lemonade. Mary self-titled. Oh my God. Did you see me stumble on some of my words? My lips started quivering. Oh, that didn't feel good to say. What? Okay. What cool heartbreak did you go through that you're like Haha, I'm gonna get this bitch this I'm gonna get him right I'm gonna get him so fucking good I'm gonna fucking like why can I can I ask what led to the decision of um killing for no did you say Mary lemonade no I said Mary self-titled fuck lemonade wow yeah wow I know I just have such a I have really good connections to all of them. But ladies, when I tell you that self-titled album, just like mm-hmm. uh, it came at a really good time in my life. It was 2013, December, freshman year of high school. And uh, that's sexual awakening time. 
It totally was. I was like, fall. I was like, finally getting a little comfortable to like delve into my identity, like behind the scenes, like literally in my closet next to Bobbert. And uh, I like that album. Beyonce was a cornerstone. And the fucking surprise drop, old Instagram interface, a, a video, if not two, to go to every song. It was just perfection to me. And that's not writing off the other two because God, four was her first album with herself as manager. But okay, what's your answer? I can't do this right now. I said kill lemonade. <gasps> Fuck self-titled Mary Four. We just we just went from perfect synchronicity. <laughs> And you're just like, nope, I want to cause chaos again. I want <laughs> hatred to ensue. I want a riff in this friendship. I crave self-loathing hatred from Michael. God, okay. Stella. Jesus. Okay. I, can I get my reasoning? Peanut gallery, listen loud. First of all, four has love on top. So and I don't countdown. have any choice. And dance yeah, for but you. Love on Top is my favorite Beyonce song of all time. I really don't think anything will ever top it for me. Like, yeah. as you lower me into my grave, I expect that song to <laughs> Give be the, yeah, blasted. The, <laughs> create, create a contrasting image with Love on Top and going Thank up you. and up and up as you go down and down and down. Exactly. Baby, it is you. potentially the greatest song ever made. It yeah. probably, it could cure... Covidina. Most things in life. Yeah. It, Most it, things in life. I don't know if we've tried treating COVID with that song, but yeah. we I don't think we have. No. Rumor has Second. it what they do for the vaccine is they just actually ask babies to drink a lot of water, put them in an incubation tent, blast love on top, and they just filter baby piss into the Sorry. <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah. That's, that's what Dolly Parton even said. Like she backed it and she's like that, that'll do the trick baby. And here we are all getting vaccinated. Medically. That's what I received. <laughs> and obviously I have, I have to fuck self-titled because partition and blow, excuse me. Yeah. Pardon your French lady. Blow is like the, and, and I'm uh, rocket. And I, I'm sorry. Lemonade. <laughs> had to get the ch- Oh my. Yeah. Michael, please. <laughs> sorry. Please. Well, after that thrilling segment of uh, fuck Mary Kill, <laughs> um, let's get into this week's happy hour. Happy hour, happy hour, happy hour, Well, everyone, welcome on back to Happy Hour Chatty Hour, the <laughs> primary segment of City Women Chatter. Where so we giggly. pick one one topic of city womanhood to really jump into with a with a cute little swim cap and this week we are hitting on uh michael's geniusly coined term woman tuition which i will let you take it from there because that it it could be one of the best one of the best concepts you've ever yeah and we're actually working on the inflection point i think it's kind of like one of those way those words where it's like it could be pronounced either or but Womb intuition or womb intuition? I know it's a form. That's how womb intuition. Womb intuition. Mm. Um, it's a term coined by yours truly, Stella, Stella Luna, and uh, it's basically just saying like we're channeling our witchy psychic selves of womanhood and using that 
combined with like our intuition to kind of like predict what's about to happen. Like you ever know when you're like, oh, I should like call this person. And then lo and behold, she's like, girl, like you would not believe what I just went through. And you're like, oh my God, that's a great moment of woman tuition. And- it's a gut feeling when your mm-hmm. gut is like half full with um, <clears throat> a little bit of th- Three buck Chuck. Casa amigos. <laughs> That's how I would describe it. Yeah, totally. And uh, um, we're choosing this as our segment for the week because uh, for our first three episodes, we wanted to do like a little trilogy to open up this shit show of a show, a shit show of a podcast. Um, Hitting past, little- present, and future. Yeah, so go suck a dick, J.R.R. Tolkien. I don't care if you wrote like The Lord of the Rings. We have a a fully like thought out yeah <laughs> JR it's conceptual movie. yeah we're bringing concept we're bringing vision i can't believe you know the author of the lord of the rings first of all she's a well-read yeah. woman baby Ooh. <laughs> that was new, that was new. <laughs> <laughs> anyways but we're gonna start our women tuition, which is basically just going to be like a prediction for what city women life after COVID might look like. But we're going to preface this all with kind of like a, a love letter to our bitch NYC and talking about like, oh, we love this so much. I need it back after this is all over. Mm-hmm. So Gabby, give us I your mean, love well, letter. Yes. The reason... New York feels so special to me is because you cannot have the type of compounded weekend, let alone day that you can experience in in New York as as opposed to anywhere else. Yeah. Peaks and valleys. Prime example. One of the best weekends of my life. Ladies strapping. This shit is about to three days. Yeah. Roller coaster life. Over the course of three days. And I must say that two out of three of these events would now be considered questionable (laughs) (laughs) because it started it off with the Alexander Wang spring summer Mm. uh, 2020 show. Oh my God. And if people don't know, you do know because it was when Instagram was flooded with the Kaya Gerber, Kendall Jenner, Pete Davidson, um, walking Rockefeller ice rink plaza. So, you know, yeah, no, it, w- it was insane. So down, down uh, where the ice rink usually is, that was a full led screen and mm. there was like lights and a huge flag going across it as like the models were walking and then everything else was just public access. So we saw this on Instagram a day prior and just went, mm-hmm. just went and we were there. They had all of this incredible branded merch. I was, I couldn't even believe it. And it was a really, really good show. Yeah. Uh, since then we have learned that Alexander Wang is kind of a monster. Uh, yeah. Sexual and predator in the first degree. Yeah. Big time. So that's unfortunate. Second day, uh, met up with Madame Stella and fellow women uh sarah and reba to meet my icon of my life iris apple everyone if you do not know you need to know Mm -hmm. iris she is the style icon of my life okay wait okay now give it you have to pitch it this way 
it, you get like three people to make Iris like the like the melting pot love child of like who are like the people that you could like pull for them to know uh i say a little bit of miss frizzle potentially okay miss frizzle og bob mackie yeah totally beads galore. and like a human flamingo <laughs> she is everything yeah she is so cool and like this petite little baddie um like what 98 yeah no she yeah she's she's rounding 100 <laughs> right now she is rounding 100 and she began her career as a interior decorator and designer. Mm-hmm. She worked on the White House. She had all of these incredible clients. And then she pretty much became, she didn't even come become known for her fashion until her 70s. Yes, when she was. Oh my God. When she was selected for a art exhibition of her closet yeah. in the Carolinas. <laughs> And the, it ended up getting picked up by the Met. And then she fully was getting all of these sponsorships. Like she has the big glasses, bangles up her arm. And when I I'm say these necklaces. She went to Madison. Okay, work. I did not know that She's She part. is a Madison, Wisconsin alum. Let's go badge, motherfucker. Um, but can I, I, I mean, she's incredible. I quickly also need to say this woman is probably like. 90 pounds sopping wet yet she will deck out her neck and like twice her body weight worth of like necklaces and jewelry and she won't like she'll just like hmm, like just like give like a little wink nod and like uh oh you want to like it is we have nothing respect we have nothing but respect for it yeah and this angel was doing a a closet sale she was selling pieces from her individual collection pieces of jewelry at the the macy's on 34th and yeah, had my little yeah. conversation with her i will cherish it forever i ended up getting this really beautiful uh wooden sort of agate ask bangle yeah. oh yeah right yeah now. yeah it stays on the mantle of whatever space i am in it mm-hmm. is royalty and it is my prized possession and then yeah. the day after we went to the man repeller sample sale <gasps> rest and power man repeller that also went down <laughs> see what i mean like oh yeah. my god iris Eesh. is the only one standing tall and honestly if you asked me like two years ago when this uh, like stuff happened you're like all right i'm the future you is here two of these people are about to get canceled i'm like out of these three no but i would have been like, okay fine iris is the one who is forever just Iris is coming out. America's sweetheart. And yeah, pushing a hundred. So shout yeah, out. So I mean, yeah. but but to experience those three events back to back to back and with people that I love, it was like New York summertime. It, that's that that is my love Ooh. letter. That feeling I cannot wait to get back to that where it is just like nonstop. I cannot believe I am here right now. Yeah. Type of moments where you just acted and all of that was free. All three of those, it yeah. was like, you just showed up, you heard about it and you went and there it was. And that was some crazy life experience where, where else can you accumulate those mems? Okay. Accumulate the mems, a little bit of literary, a little bit of cyberpunky chic work. No, truly. What, like- are, what are you, um, what are you craving? What is your love letter? Oh, baby. Since you asked. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm craving. Sorry. I don't <laughs> Gordon Ramsay uh is still here. Um Gordon I would lo- eat you up for a baby voice, first of all. Um, Not in a good way. <laughs> um, my little love letter. Which I this one I am kind of scared about just because given pandemica really fucking over the small businesses and the small guys of any major metropolis. Um I called it pockets of chaos. <laughs> TM copyright that shit. I think it's cute. That's mama's now. That's city woman chatter vernacular. Um, but we've discussed this That's a lot. Woman tuition. Yeah. Next up, women tuition, pockets of chaos. Um, but Gabby and I would always like just like spill like ooh, like giggles and excitement when we would be like, oh, I went for like this crazy walk today. I just I just kept going and I went through like little Italy to Chinatown. And then all of a sudden I like took a train up and I was in the garment district. And like, all, like I don't know, you just can in a large city setting, you can find yourself moving from like these little pockets of chaos, if I will. And I will, um, where the identity and culture within that little like four block radius is so saturated and so unique because of like decades of history and small businesses and reputations being built up. Um, yeah. And I fucking miss that because right now in Wyoming, I'll, I can literally drive 40 minutes to go from one place and feel like I never left for the first. And it's just kind of like, sheesh but like one of my favorite ways to kill time sometime and sheesh this sentence um i would just get my little city bike popped out i'd have an acute fit like i said good playlist and uh, i told myself michael if you go out and you accidentally spend a hundred dollars you're it's okay because you're burning calories in between places so Is i just kind of works <laughs> if you do something for your body <laughs> <laughs> oh no you know what this is money it? is free <laughs> yeah snatch your body snatch your wallet that's that's a city woman mantra <laughs> if you can't get your if you can't get your body snatched how the hell are you gonna snatch that wallet <laughs> Jesus, my wallet stays snatched she yes stays thin. <laughs> skinny. oh where is she i can't even see her i can't even see her but truly, I would just kind of like, New York skinny. Let's now do our let's practice our woman tuition. Let's channel some of the I, I don't have a crystal ball with me tonight, but I do have a glass of wine. And I feel like that will show me just as much future as any Amazon crystal ball could. Me and my goblet of three buck chuck are along for the ride. <laughs> Do you have any predictions or like hopes that you are really, really anxious to see? I'm kind of curious what you think dating culture will be like post pandemic. I think it's going to be disgusting. I don't think anyone's actually going to be dating. I think everyone is just going to be fucking just straight up fucking in the streets <laughs> and people are going to be in the cars and like, woo! like everyone's going to be proud of each other. Like high fives, like, woo. Yes, I feel like everyone in their quarantine brain was like, oh, it would be nice to settle down with somebody. But once the floodgates are open Whoosh. and the curb is back up and running, I mean, the roaring 20s, baby. Yeah, if I see even the lick of an elbow, I'm going to be turned on and I'm going to try and like pull whatever old, dated, stupid. Like, I'm going to be like, hey, go send that guy a drink. And they're like, what do you want to send him a drink of? And you're like, mm. 
I don't fucking know. Do people still send drinks to people? Have you ever received a drink? Yeah. <gasps> Gabby, why haven't you told me? I received a couple. Gabby! <laughs> I use Gabby pulls because why? She's beautiful. Let's bring it. Flip it back and reverse it, Missy Elliott. Date culture. I don't care for saying that like fucking is going to be at probably all time high. One night stands are going to become like a new normal. Hell, I see like Woodstock, like for some reason I'm picturing like retro buses in modern day New York and everyone's in like bell bottom flare pants trying to be like Harry Styles, but like literally just like doggy style in the alleyway. And uh, everyone's just so YOLO coming off. I know, but that's not dating. That's just like, that's like, that's a fucking. What about that's, that's why I'm saying I don't think dating culture is going okay. to be very prominent. You don't think people are going to be on the apps? You don't think people are going to be like, hey, wow, well, like in a bookstore, like, you're so gorgeous. May I learn your story over a cup of coffee? Why doesn't somebody do that to me? <laughs> what about? Okay. In, yeah. in, in the spirit of um, the woman tuition, mm-hmm. where do you think uh, fit culture? <gasps> okay. This is one that- headed. I really want to talk about because I think this is now going to be like my time to shine because famously New York has this reputation for just like the sexy black fits, maybe do some like avant-garde tailoring or layering. I want, and I feel fit culture will lean into maximalism. And I think some people are going to get a little kooky with it. And babes, am I ready? Am I fucking ready for this revolution of like, I don't like, why wouldn't they? If it's like New Yorkers been locked up and now they want to like really turn heads in the street, be like, hey, hey, like I made it these like past 13 months. Like pattern clashing, working with new silhouettes, getting a statement shoe that like puts like a fucking Stan Smith to shame. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. know. Like that's where I'm leaning. What about you? Yes. I mean, I honestly have to agree. I feel like right now, currently it's everyone's like, oh, I'm going to stay in my sweatpants and I'm going to dress it up and I'm going to do this and that. And at the same time, you do see, you do see brands like Bodie coming up on on reworking quilts and playing on like that type of comfort and utility. Mm Mm-hmm. And the utilitarian aspect of that, but at the same time, it's like coming off of this and surviving it. Do you have your first like clubbing pandemic, post-pandemic fit at the ready? Because I will tell you right yeah, now. Yeah, I do. It's a, uh, it's a black halter catsuit. With yes! God <laughs> bless. And I know the one that Gabby was talking about. I, I fucking have a weekend's worth ready of like some outfit changes, like I'm ready to turn. So that's what I'm saying. I think, cause you know, like you've like, especially when you're in like Manhattan area, it, it sometimes would get bland beforehand where like people were like, I just want to look chic, elegant. And they thought that meant it has to be like all black, a leather, something kind of like, I'm sick and tired of seeing people with like a slightly oversized pan, but it's still like cinched at the waist and like a little, spaghetti strap top with a fun nice pattern and they're just like hyper hot skinny people and i'm like no like let's i need more personality please let's get it uh let's get it totally so i i think 
fit culture, I'm predicting my home intuition, a little bit more maximal, whoa, <laughs> maximalism from the Goyles. I know some will do a lot better at it than others, but I think people are going to be like, you know what? I was just inside for so long. I don't really care for overdoing the neutrals. I don't really care for the silhouettes I was wearing for so much. I want to like get kind of kooky. That escapism, baby. Mm. Do you think like clubbing and nightlife, especially in like cities and like metropolises, what is that going to look like? Because I'm kind of, I'm timid, I'm scared, but I crave nothing more than a sw- a sweaty ass drag night and like Stonewall, Flaming Saddles, Hardware, Dupla. Like, I, and I'm, I, pff, I'm where are we going to go? I don't know. I feel like logistically there is going to be some type of screening process like are they going to be taking temperatures at the door i think yes number caps which honestly that's just like standard health and safety but that did not exist pre this yeah it's yeah i feel like the transition into going back to dancing in a basement is going to be rough (laughs) but when will the day come where i feel invincible enough to put my hands on the ground of a club in and order to put it. my feet on the wall, <laughs> like when will I get to that place again? And then your girlfriend sees that you're looking a little thirsty and takes probably a never washed cup from the weekend and pours your GNT down your gusset. Gusset? Yeah. Guzzle? Um, Bauriel- I can't look at you seriously right now because for some reason the poster behind your head looks like a little dinky hat or something. <laughs> <I> just- <laughs> Yeah, it looks like you're like, like, um, uh, Anna. Wait, I almost had Anne of Green Gables. That's not right. Genovia, Anne Hathaway, <laughs> Princess Diarrhea. No, <laughs> oh my god, guys, is it Casamigos effect again? And I'm not drinking it. You and, know? and on a very serious note, I really hope that like small businesses can come back and I mean, that people can we, throw their support in the right yeah, direction. We appreciate because- them better. Yes, hundred percent. Like those small spots that like really do need the coin. Yeah, it's like that's that's what makes a city special. Small businesses work. <laughs> we love them. God bless every restaurant bar I've ever been to that isn't supported by like some scummy money. Mo- Ooh, scummy money motherfuckers. Um, I hope to see you on the other side of this, and trust and believe that I will be throwing all the dollar dollar bills at y'all. Um, with that being said, I'm going to do It's a moment in her story. I felt it would only be appropriate to do uh this episode of Human Tuition, Moment in History, on a fellow lady psychic. Can I get a woo-woo for Miss Cleo? Thank you. I was I have a studio audience of one. So when I don't get the one participant, I'm like, sheesh. <laughs> um, I, came, I came through. You did. Uh, Any whoa. Uh, so for any of you who don't know who Miss Cleo is, first of all, rude. Second of all, uh, that was kind of me before this, too. So <laughs> fake fan. Any whoa. Um, she was a famous television psychic, which literally the most bonker job title i could think of and i live she was Your born job Let's i be clear. feel like i'm i i'm still on that trajectory i could um 
And if you don't know, really know who she is after this, just do like a quick, like best of Miss Cleo on YouTube. And you'll just find these infomercials where she's doing these hysterical, but like to her completely real. And the people on the phone line, completely real. Um, she's doing tarot cards while this person's telling like, just like, yeah, so I have a baby. I don't know who the daddy is. Miss Cleo, help. And she's like, oh, it's the one you hate. And it's just like so, it's just, it's pure cam. And they're like, I knew it was that motherfucker, Derek. Yeah, and Miss Cleo at one point was like, does he have, does the baby have a nose? Does the nose come out of its face? <laughs> and the, the person on the phone line is like, yes, I fucking knew it. The baby does have a nose that comes out of its face. <laughs> it's so funny. But she is a fellow Leo, which only a Leo could properly do this. Um, born August 12th, 1962 in Los Angeles and raised in a, <clears throat> excuse me, raised in a Catholic Caribbean family. So um, from what I did in my Miss Cleo research, the Catholic Caribbean upbringing kind of fed into like the fascination with like the psyche, psychic readings, because Sometimes the lines between religion and like magic, women, and, and the juju magic, yeah, it gets blurred. Um, but she actually originally got her start in entertainment in 1996 when she started a theatrical production company in Seattle where she wrote several plays herself, including, yes, her self written autobiographical play. For women only. That's the title. And if that's not the most Leo thing you've ever heard. Um, if that's not the worst, the most city woman thing I've ever heard. <laughs> the melding of worlds. Um, melding. Merging. Um, but yeah, so she left Seattle in 1997 with some <laughs> quote unquote loose ends, which then I realized were like iffy relationships with like some of her cast members and production people. Um, and business partners and she was just like yeah sorry guys I can't do it I'm gonna go <laughs> so like also classic Leo and classic city woman at times if if the goings <laughs> get tough you you flee peace out um, you peace <laughs> out Irish goodbye don't say a word oh I love Irish goodbyes um <laughs> anyways if this is not the best transition in career like or my personal one she left her experience as a C-level playwright in Seattle and then applied for the Psychic Readers Television Network under the name of Miss Cleo and became an infomercial psychic of Jamaican background. Let it be known, this woman did not have any accent, <laughs> but she created this character and <laughs> she took uh, all her like uh, self-written plays and stuff and was like, I can do this. I can make a television program out of this and I can get people to call me and I'll talk to them and then I'll get paid by these people. It's great. And she did that. She became such a presence, um, television, psychic, just also a very memeable person. Like if you think of any of the real housewives and how like they'll just have like those one-liners and you're like, okay, this can't be real, but you know, full like wholeheartedly that they said that meaning it. Like, genius. Genius. And that's what Miss Cleo was. And like her famous phrase, like, call me now. And just like uh, in like the little box in the corner with like the toll free numbers and like call in now while like calling the spirits. Oh, my God. Wait, that could actually be a thing, though. That's that. Th I thought that's what it meant. Oh, Gabby. Come on You're now. You're so smart. Uh, OK, yeah, anyways, it. 
like call in, call me, work. Okay. Anyways, became television royalty. Everyone knew Miss Cleo. Everyone could like do the character, understand what she's talking about. Seriously, like some of these calls are hysterical and I cannot believe that A, this woman would pick up the call and like do it, but B, fully lean into it. And she's like, like one girl was like, Miss Cleo, like I'm not falling in love. And then Miss Cleo was like flipping her cards and like put him down, looked right in the camera and was like, are you not falling in love? Are you still fucking that guy who gives you booty calls every night and you always go? And it's like (laughs) straight up, just like no bullshit. Ms. Cleo is like- Just put uh, them on blast. He said booty call. And then like uh, the girl's like, yeah, okay, you're right. The cards told you correctly. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) It. She is just like such an icon. And um, this sounds like a really good YouTube wormhole to go down. Totally. And they're just like one minute infomercial bites of her. And they are all hysterical because like I famously Gabby and I do like to dabble in the tarot and sometimes it just becomes like accidental therapy and it works. And you know what? We're never not going to not do it. So yeah. Can I just plug tarot for a second? Because I honestly think it is the most effective to do a sesh with mm-hmm. somebody that you know mm-hmm. because then that's what when I say. you're interpreting the cards you then someone who like yeah they have the context totally they know the sitch they know your relationships they know what you're going through yeah you can interpret it one way and then they can say oh it's it's funny that you say that because i was thinking this yeah and it just it takes you down a whole nother route it's just a really good introspection practice honestly if anything once you get past like the the juju yeah crown three of cup head monster thing like it 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 honestly is like it's super interesting three of cup uh pickleback head monster of the les (laughs) (laughs) that card always fucks you up (laughs) you don't want that one yeah (laughs) but honestly (laughs) you you don't want that one is stay away (laughs) But in all honesty, to the skeptics, just write it off as like a good drunk excuse for friendship therapy because God bless. Um, yeah, Stella or Stella Leo, <laughs> Miss Cleo, um, was a true baddie, a city woman at heart, knew how to do her thing, hustled, made some trip ups along the way. But if if a city woman doesn't trip up along the way and catch herself, I don't know if we can give you the title. So yeah. Um, to wrap up the app, let me hear you what you what you're whore for. Okay, I want this to be a twofer. Uh, twofer, baby. Because I've been waiting to show you these babies. <laughs> I just copped. Oh, cool. Gabby's Wi-Fi. Forever the antichrist of this podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Stella. Giving you some ASMR until Gabby's Wi-Fi acts up. Oh, is she back? Gabby, oh, no. clap two times. <laughs> no, you're back. Am I? Yep. Okay. Give us the reveal. Okay. <gasps> Shut up! <laughs> They're already here. I feel like we were talking about that yesterday. Ladies, 
FedEx came through. They are usually playing absolute mind games with me and they just no, live to tear me down. Yeah. But they came through this time. No way. Puffy, yeah, wait, put them up. The Kids Super Puma collabs. They are going to be the shoe of the summer. I am so excited. Girl, you're does divine. Yeah, on, I'm obsessed. <gasps> Kids Super is like this awesome up and coming designer who's. Uh, recently been nominated for the LVMH prize. And I swear I had this kid in my. No, study climbing, and... just like hyena speed, yeah. a spider monkey up the torturous, tumultuous jungles of fashion. Yes. And I had this kid in my, who was in all of my projects at FIT mm-hmm. and he works for Kid Super and he was always hyping him saying he was going to be like the next biggest thing. And then he comes out here with this like shoe collab that's in its like third edition. Yeah. Oh no. I've been following the Puma collabs. I had a friend who also, I had a similar entry point who is just like so early to the kids super game and I've always kept, and oh my God, the collections have been so fun. Whimsical. That's the maximalist shit that I want to see. Oh, That's 100%. like the big silhouettes, dramatic color, color, color. Mm-hmm. God yeah, bless. He said, he, he said in his, in his interview for the LVMH prize that the ethos of his brand is like that mindset you had when you were a kid, when you just wanted to go to the moon and you thought that you were going to do that. How sweet is that? Um, se- second plug, uh, Oofa. it's the Trader Joe's brand Takis. They're awesome. That's all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I was weird not turn. waiting. <laughs> it took a very weird turn, but I like the food line. plug, especially for Trader mm-hmm. Jose's, Trader oh Jacques, God. and Trader Joe. Wonderful. Perfect amount of spice. 10 out of 10. Please work. Pick them up. Okay. Shout out Cute. Caitlin Jackson for the recommendation. So, famously, the nearest Trader Joe's to me is 170 miles away. So, <laughs> I'm going to have to. So wait a second. Yeah, actually, I have time. DBS can suck my ass because I'll get dead butt (laughs) syndrome in the car. (laughs) Um, So thank you for asking this week. I am uh, (laughs) this week. Naturally, you're next. Is somebody else going to go? Brenda, get over here. She doesn't believe you're here with me. Whatever. Um, Cleo, you're next. (laughs) Cleo, call me now. Um. Anyways, thanks so much for asking me, Gabby. That's so kind of you. I am a whore for. Well, stop laughing because it's about to plug you again. Um, sustainable fashion based out of the BK and Queens because ladies and gents and anyone in between, not only did I receive the major blazer from the narrative vintage, which in fact is major. Um, it, the title stands the test of where. It's so much fun. Joker, Willy Wonka, Babbage fantasy that I needed. And I think purple is a color I'm going to introduce to my closet a little more. But I received your NYU graduation robe. Oh, no, I have to we have to bring up one more point after this, actually, because, yes, yes, it's it's I'm not I famously did not buy a robe for graduation because I want to wear the major blazer for my like seven days of champagne uh, bender. Um. But second of all, on Monday, I got my, dare I say, custom-made one-of-one Anna Wade original overalls. And um, Anna Wade is actually a friend of mine that I met through Jen McNeil Connections and Liz McNeil, two famous city women of the pod. And uh, Anna Wade is this phenomenal seamstress. Uh, She was born and raised Midwest, 
went to Florence and Paris to study fashion and then came back to Brooklyn and has like this eye for workwear inspired kind of like she loves Carhartt and uh, honestly like Tibby influence, but she keeps like the Midwest flow. So when I saw, when I saw on her Instagram, she posts this pair of overalls that were made from vintage feed sacks with like beautiful colors of just like cerulean blues and like rich pastoral greens and like cherry apple reds i was like i fucking love them it's like they're they can be yours and i bought them they came yesterday and i look fucking sexy as hell in them so yeah the day of this app i will probably do an insta post gassing her up and then plugging the pod oh my god absolutely hit her up she sounds phenomenal and i cannot wait to see them yeah. So everyone, um, I'll include her bio in the app, um, or her link in the app bio as well. Um, quickly, I just have to say, Gabby. Um, this is controversial to Gabby because she's about to hate this, but I think I found a dress that I want to wear in honor of graduation. Let's see it. Do you have it? <sighs> no, I don't have it with me. A, a visual I, I, fantasy. Well, I'm just gonna say one word and see if you. Ride or die. It's Moschino. Shut up. (laughs) No. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to the third episode of City Woman Chatter. I'm Stella. That's Gabby. We had such a great time um, talking with you all. Please stay safe out there. The pandemic is still raging on. Get vaccinated. Wear a mask. Um, And also, while you're doing all those fantastic things... Make sure you like, rate, review, and tell all the bad bitches in your life about our podcast because I love doing it and I love you, Gabby. And buy from Black-owned businesses, please. And just support any minority and especially the Black community in these times. So, yeah. Bye, girls. Love you guys. City Woman Chatter is a weekly lifestyle and comedy podcast hosted by Stella and Gabby. Podcast edited and produced by Michael Muth and distributed via the Anchor platform. Until next week, cheers!